Welcome to the Salt Circle Podcast. My name is Hank. With me is the destroyer of all worlds. There ben. was there was a lot of a lot of interesting phrases being tossed around. <laughs> I was tempted to I took a few screenshots to reference some things, but uh-huh. There is a lot. There is a lot there. We the speech called you Baldy Locks. I mean <laughs> call me I I don't even know. I don't even know where to start. Okay. <laughs> so call me Juggy. Give Ben a bunch of selection, a sampler of comic books to read. And uh went with a mix it's all Marvel stuff. But I went with a mix of super classic stuff and just some fun stuff. Yeah. So we did... (laughs) Uh, I wanted to do some classic Fantastic Four. So we did the Galactus trilogy and then the a sort of follow-up story that came later. The Peril and the Power, where Doctor Doom steals... uh, Silver Surfer's powers. Also, for Doctor Doom stuff, did some uh, Spider-Man stories. Uh, two issues of Spidey Super Stories that are hilarious and for young readers and a tie into a TV show. Um, and then one of those stories, like the first version of... The first story in the newspaper comic book of Spider-Man is, like, kind of a retelling of that comic. So I just, we had to do that, too. I decided. And then we also did Nothing Can Stop the Juggernaut, which is a two-issue Spider-Man story. And then, because Ben likes Planet Hulk so much, I threw in World War Hulk. Hell yeah. Um, I mean, I can... I can shorten that summary. You gave sure. me a lot of garbage. Wow. And underneath the garbage were like two gems. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. That's not true. In the gar- you gave me a handful of garbage and there was a gem inside. And then you gave me like World War Hulk. <laughs> like I knew I saved that one for last cuz I knew it was going to be a banger. Sure. I I'm so, I'm totally totally open to you like explaining why these are good, but it's uh, uh as someone this is I mean aside from like you know even even aside from Beowulf like this this felt different from Beowulf like the those old DC comics um the the super spidey stories and I guess the Maybe more so the Galactus trilogy than uh, a Juggernaut. I'm looking to see what your Juggernaut is if I have it. I don't. Um, yeah, just uh, definitely sort of in uh, the writing aside, but uh, definitely that that sort of like not clearly designed to be read like as they come out, and not yes back to back to back. Because I was like, Jesus, if they tell me that 
like Doctor Doom is addressing the UN one more time, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, the newspaper, yeah, the super... newspaper comic is hilarious yeah, in yeah. that it's like every the end of every panel. The first panel yeah. is always recapping the last strip, and the Dude. last <laughs> panel is always it's easily the roughest read. It's so it was so brutal going through, and I'm like, I I knew what was going on, but it just oh, there was um, <laughs> I just I, I find a, that stuff hilarious. I mean, it's so it's it great, it's great, but like also <laughs> fucking rough. Like, you know, I I don't think I've ever had like a true disdain for comics or anything like prior to sort mm-hmm. of falling into uh dark Lord of the Sith. But I was like reading, uh, when I was reading these, like those for the Spidey stories in particular, I'm like, all oh, right, this is why comics are lame. <laughs> this is why wow. they suck. I mean, Spidey stories is a particular example. Cause it's, made for babies yeah yeah like like the like they don't even put complete sentences in the word balloons they're they're always breaking them up so yeah yeah toddlers can wrap their heads around them it was so (laughs) it was just so rough i had they're not yeah they're not real written they're just i they're hilarious and the Uh, yeah, I have them. So this was from just on that, like, kind of similar note. I don't know if it was, I don't think it was broken up between issues. I think it's just like, it felt like some of the weird, uh, this would be in the Galactus trilogy. The, it it felt like just sort of the, the exposition. I noticed it, I'm, I'm, I'm rambling and like trying to sort this out in my brain. Um, they they're doing like this exposition for people who haven't been following along but yeah. also trying to make it you know brief enough so that people who are balls deep in this are not going to roll their eyes or whatever but mm-hmm. it also seemed kind of repetitive so like they hit they hit us with uh i can create a negative zone around our land followed by a zone that nothing can penetrate and then uh uh what's his name is like no time to talk nothing can penetrate a negative zone like you know like it seems like a a negative zone is something that we just came up with but now he knows that nothing can (laughs) penetrate it because the villain told him that nothing can penetrate it but it's presented as like the sky is blue Nothing can penetrate a negative zone. And later he's like, nothing yet known to science can penetrate a negative zone. And I'm like, did you not just hear of this like 30 seconds ago? I know no. you've been doing some science. I see you with the, with the <laughs> Erin Meyer flask, but, uh, <laughs> so just like a lot of, a lot of repetition and stuff. I mean, it's, it's still like, it was a overall a good time. It's like the kind of. I, bad still seems a little bit harsh but it, it's like the, the i'm shitting on it but it was fun i had a good yeah, time but like it's i mean so that's like 1960s comics written by stan the man lee yeah where like it's a it's he has a style and it that style involves being overwritten for sure i'm just saying the thing too many times yo because like what he's doing is like 
the art is coming to him and he's like just filling it in kind of yeah just um filling up the page oh shit uh okay okay uh oh i think it was mostly in juggernaut this didn't seem like it wasn't a thing that came up in the spidey stories and i don't think it was much of a thing in galactus but in juggernaut i noticed a lot of like instead you know sometimes like a a book or or even uh like like uh the first episodes of mandalorian right the great thing was that they were showing us and not telling us and Mm -hmm. sometimes people tell more than they show and maybe sometimes people show more than they tell it can go the other way uh juggernaut decided to do both (laughs) like (laughs) we got we got a scene of spider-man like look i don't know looking over the ocean like after a bad thing happened and then the text would be like spider-man overlooks the ocean as a bad thing happened after a bad thing happened (laughs) i'm like this reads like a like a a a accessibility like a like descriptive audio commentary or whatever for like the seeing Uh impaired (laughs) (laughs) but i'm reading it and not being yeah yeah it it was just i don't know how i just noticed that i don't know if um nothing can stop the juggernaut was done marvel style because because with the way marvel style like it really is like the artist is it's like two people telling you this a thing because two people are literally telling you the thing like the dialogue is coming in from somebody else Mm -hmm. than the person who drew the art so they feel like compelled to tell you again or whatever but i don't actually know if um that's how that book was done gotcha off the top of my head it it probably was but i'm not sure that was spicy but i like not that bad sure so let's um let's go through them yeah let's start with the galactus trilogy just because that's the oldest comic okay here and and it's like this is like the first big marvel event story kind of of like really marvel going big scale this is kind of the the thing man um and going back to it is hilarious just because it's it's not the way comic is or like stories within comics or space anymore where it's like this it issue starts with the end of the last story and then the last issue like ends halfway through the issue and then like the soap opera just keeps going for a few more pages like that's just not <laughs> yeah really how comics work anymore because they're 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 thoughtful to like we might put this in a trade paperback that someone will just buy that Rather than like making just churning out this ongoing thing that's coming out every week, and either people are like getting all of them or they're just getting like one randomly or whatever. Yeah. See, this is like, I mean, when I was reading it, sort of like, you know, like it's kind of lame, kind of shite, but like this is the context I needed, right? Like that this is like mm. a big event, which is looking back like hilarious you know (laughs) like Mm -hmm. after the other events that i had zero context for and now this is an event 
Like, this was a yep. this is like a blink in some of the modern stuff we've read. Yeah. So, it's that just like, but that's cool. Completely different. Like, like the sky is on fire. The sky like, is on fucking we like, fire. You get like three panels of it or whatever, dude. Yeah. And then they're like the Human Torch. You're you fucker. <laughs> You're made of fire. The sky is on fire. I can do the math. Like people are rioting for like <laughs> yeah. one page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for like thirty seconds, there was mass uh-huh. pandemonium. But um, oh, the other thing is uh, in Mister Miracle, the the story that. Jack and uh, Flashman, right? The one, like the kid drawing stuff. That's that's retelling this, but like with Batman <laughs> instead of the Fantastic Four. Oh, if you, oh, if you remember that thing? I, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's his son, like showing the nanny yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Because like I this did... is like the. The primordial, like, God, this yeah. is what comic books are, story kind of thing. I, I, I didn't make that connection. In terms of a big event. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, I was kind of, I was excited at first when I saw Silver Surfer because mm. I remembered him from planet hulk yeah this silver surfer wasn't as cool (laughs) oh weird he did not have he did not have the he did not have the same vibe to him and he got Uh he got converted to a human lover real fucking fast i mean everything happens fast it's just comic people are yeah it's Pretty wild. I mean, like, what's his name? Had to leave Crystal in the negative zone for all of time, and he like he got over it. <laughs> also, like, I was wondering because I don't know. I've never even seen like with Spider Man. I had all these weird notions like that were from the what's his name films from like early two thousands. The Tobey right? Maguire. Yeah, ones. Toby Maguire. I keep fucking. Why do I? Is is it like the director Raimi? Remy? Sam Raimi. Yeah. Sam Raimi Who directed the Evil Dead Dead movies. Okay, I keep wanting to use Raimi as a first name and going from there, no. and I just keep no. getting myself confused. Anyway, uh, thinking of Rami Malek, who was on Mr. Uh, Robot and played Freddie Mercury in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but now I probably will, so thanks. <laughs> that extra layer. Um He was in until dawn. But I had all these I had all of these weird notions about Spider Man, like the, the organic web shooters, right? Because this is the only film I saw. Or this is the only sure. interaction I had with Spider Man. I don't even have that for the Fantastic Four because I literally had never seen anything like other than tiny bits of the commercials or anything like that. Oh, weird. So, like, no context for the Fantastic Four? I just, like, I don't even, I think, like, offhand, I I forgot that, like, the Human Torch is part of the Fantastic Four. 
Like, I think, I think Gundam. Only go with the. I think Gundam. I what, what era? There was some era where there was a Fantastic Four cartoon, but they were like, no, the Fantastic Human Torch. We don't want kids to light themselves on fire, so they replaced him with Herbie the Robot. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> fucking Herbie. <laughs> Amazing. Herbie, dude. No, I... I can't... I can't remember it all. Like, I I think the thing I've always known... um, Is his name just literally Mr. Fantastic? Stretchy boy? Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic, sure. Um, And, like, since then, we've ran into him a little bit more. But... yeah. Uh, I knew there was Stretchy Boy, and I knew there was The Thing. And I I mean, like, maybe it's just the, the commercials doing the work of the time. I had no idea that the woman existed. Real talk. <laughs> like, just at all. Uh, presume, like, based on the name Fantastic Four, it made sense that there was a fourth member, but I didn't know. Uh-huh. Um. I mean, she He's, must have just been invisible every time you saw. <laughs> <laughs> so, the thing that kind of like it bugged me a little bit, and it was a little bit more noticeable, like especially going into uh, World. I'm gonna. I'm. I, I'm waiting for myself to bunk up the syllables in this World War Hulk. Uh, because we also had uh-huh. the thing in there. Was he yeah. just like? Was caveman speak his shtick? Did he always just sound stupid? The thing? Yeah. He's got he's from Brooklyn. He's a Brooklyn accent. Yeah, but why is he always saying like you is? This is Brooklyn accent. Ugh. I'm never like He's from you know, Yancey Street. The other day. <laughs> I forget the he grew up with the Yankee Street Tops. I for I forget the context, but the other day Anya asked if I would ever want to live in Brooklyn. Like legitimately, I don't I don't know why I forget why this I came mean, like, up. I mean, like it's an asked. entirely different era of Brooklyn, but sure. She asked, uh-huh. and like now it's an even harder no. I don't want my kids growing up with that. I I assure you, Brooklyn is very different. Nope. <laughs> my <laughs> my knowledge of Brooklyn is solidified as a 1960s oh, no. he's actually, I guess he's Fantastic from Four. He's from Manhattan. That's even worse. Well, he's from Yancey Street, which is look all the made up thing. How about? I guess it's I guess it's Lower East Side Manhattan. I can so. meet in the middle. But it's just, like it's like where Manhattan leads into Brooklyn. I'm going to write off the entire state just in case. All <laughs> New York, sure. No, I just it, it 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 seemed like they were really playing it up. Like I I didn't even catch that it was an accent. To me, it literally just seemed more like 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 caveman speak or something. Where is this? Look, he's a he's a great pilot. That's I didn't. How am I supposed to get job. that? How am I supposed he's to get pilot. that from uh, <laughs> from this comment? Uh, you're not. It's, that's not there. He's the big rock guy. I how am I supposed? Like I didn't. The even thing know. is like the 
The Thing is the primordial Marvel character, though, I will say. I mean... And then he kind of gets um, replaced by Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man then becomes, like, the the refinement. Because where what Marvel Comics, like, their origin, where they come from, is taking... Is, like, out of monster comic books. Like, monster stories. Mm-hmm. And then making them like human human tragedy or whatever like the thing is a person who's been turned into a rock monster and that makes him really strong but also he's a fucking rock monster and that kind of sucks <laughs> yeah that's not the best yeah no so, like his he, whole his he, relationship with alicia is like she only she's blind but she just like can sees like the man inside or whatever so she just loves him but has, he's like Question. Feels incredible guilt about who he is. That Question. Rock monster. Sure. Has Alicia ever felt his face? Does she know yes. he's a rock she, monster? She knows. Yes. Okay. She doesn't care. Like, if she saw him, she probably would. It would be fine. But he's got that insecurity. I guess. I guess I'd, I'd, I'd open up the comic here to look like they're doing the enough as E-N-U-F-F. Yeah. And I'm just like, I definitely was not reading this in like a, a Brooklyn accent or any sort of accent. I was I was doing it in like a, I guess kind of like an like an uneducated accent. I guess is the so is the vibe I was getting. Not not judgy. The thing is, is smart. He's not yeah he's smart. I guess, but like. He was just mopey all the time, and he kept saying stuff. And I, I mean, now I can yeah, obviously, is, I can, he is I definitely can, mopey. All I the can, time. that is correct. <laughs> I can like flip the switch in my head now and just read it like, like we go a couple panels over, and maybe he's, maybe he's not uneducated. Maybe he's just like, hey, I'm walking here. Yeah, he's yeah. rough. Yeah, it's definitely a you know. The important th- thing is he doesn't. He doesn't quit. He doesn't. He's got that, he's got that, like, just gonna... The thing, it's also interesting just because the thing used to be, like, a way more important Orville character than he is in the last, like, 30 years or whatever. I was gonna say, like, a long time. Yeah, or maybe even longer than that. He just, he used to be a more popular character. Yeah, I thought they were gonna set him up in, uh... World War Hulk, there it is, World War Hulk as, like, kind of a match. I didn't, and it was great. I was real happy about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, We'll get to that, though. So, Galactus is, uh, I mean, I expected more. (laughs) Like, I guess when they said he was going to drain the earth, I didn't expect him to need to set up like an elaborate machine to do it. No, he has to, he's got to set up his Brita water filter, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and he's like, in a thousand years, this has never failed. And then it shows, is it the thing just like breaking it? Or a thousand yeah. millennia or something, or a thousand <laughs> eons or whatever? Like, well, that they also long? established he never tried to eat a planet with people on it before. Had he never? Oh, yeah, I guess. In this I guess story, that's what yeah. they say. 
I guess, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, like, that's not... True. They don't really stick with that going forward. Um, But that's definitely what they established in this story. Yeah. Like, Uwachi's head also gets much, much bigger over time. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I... It seemed like they... Um, I do remember them mentioning that, like, normally he devours, like, dead planets or whatever. Or planets with, yeah, with, like, no sentient yeah. beings but like but the, like the point is like to him he's also, operating a higher scale so he doesn't it doesn't really matter to him yeah i guess it the tone that's like given to this whole thing they say that he's not consuming planets with other people but like the severity that they're giving to this is like he has you know like they're making it like if the dude's just consuming dead planets like who really cares you know, I don't know. Sure. There was like just some like disconnects with like. I was. But he definitely wants to it eat this planet, and he doesn't definitely help. doesn't care about eating. It doesn't help that he's like what, twelve feet tall, fifteen feet tall. <laughs> like he's big, <laughs> but he's not huge. Yes, Gosso Galactus would get bigger over time, which makes sense. His name's Galactus, not. Kong actus. I mean, I'm pretty sure when Jack Kirby was drawing him, though, he was just in his. He was just drawing God, and then Stanley was like, uh, "He's a Galactus, the guy with the G on his chest, <laughs> and a fucking hat, a big hat, yeah, and slash mask. shorts, bike shorts. <laughs> shorts." I love Galactus's shorts. They're so good. Well, dude, that he needs them. I mean, he's mobility. also the wrong. They colored him the wrong colors in the first issue too. I did. I, I like not even green on the last page. Hold where he up. shows up. Oh yeah, I didn't even put that together. Honestly, yeah, like just, I just thought it. I guess the wrong I colors. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I just <laughs> thought it was like a meant to emulate like a sort of lighting or something. There was a, I mean, there's like one of these, which was, I don't know which one it was. It was one of the older ones, but like it was a crowd of normal people. And then two people super close up to the foreground had, were like painted fire truck red. Yeah. Like their entire lighting. Yeah. (laughs) And I, but the lighting, it didn't really like, it was very, there was, there's no subtlety to it. Like. There's no gradient well, um, lighting. Yeah. You're either all Definitely red. Definitely no subtlety to You're it. fucking well, colored like a tomato? Or just Because think tomato? of it like this. These these comics, like we're seeing them in P- PDFs. Yeah, of these course. comics were printed on like garbage paper in the 60s with ink. Like the reason the colors are so heightened is because they're they need to stand out on this newsprint they're being put onto. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's why it has like it's like when you like upscale pixel art or whatever, like compared to like what it was actually supposed to look like when it was on a CRT or whatever. Oh, uh, like, sure. In in terms of like the way to think about it, I think. Yeah, yeah, like it, it's particularly just with being... something like this old, like like I like how the colors in these comics look because I've. And it's it was a thing of like seeing actual older issues or whatever with like Jack Kirby art. They never stood out to me in the same way just because like the coloring would be so rough on the 
on that newsprint or whatever. This is at least like clean. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, the... like swallowing up Jack Kirby's pencils, which like I sent you that one image are yeah, so yeah. fucking good. And it's yeah, <laughs> they're getting so like much completely more... swallowed. Yeah, like the, the even I was looking in particular like the uh, it's I mean the obvious part that stuck out to me for some reason like on the thing's head like you have that yeah. shading and then in the actual yeah. panel it's just fuck it it's black. That's <laughs> that's the inking. They did them dirty. I mean they could have just done it black and white. If this was the art, fuck it. <laughs> Just just let it go like this. Manga style. I think I think it's still the inking definitely loses stuff over over the pencils even though. As um because I have I don't have this story. I have like up to issue fifty in um two of like the Marvel Essentials books they put out, which are they just put out a newsprint in black and white. Okay. Cause like that's a way to get those comics out cheaper. Um, and yeah, that doesn't, that still, it still has the inking problem of that inking just swallows his, his pencils too. Still kind of. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm hearing is that we just also say like, I, (laughs) you can, I honestly think you can see his uh, art get better over, over time in terms of like how it at least translate into comics like i do think the the next story the peril and the power we did uh just looks better than these issues wait the what the dr doom story with where he shit i might have forgotten to read it not for not not forgotten i well i didn't forget to read it i forgot to ask you shit sure oh that's my bad (laughs) <laughs> it's all come back to me in a rush um <laughs> i was meaning to ask you about uh one of the links to the uh to get comics um it didn't work and i was gonna like double check i totally forgot to i think uh i think i sent you those those should have been in the pdf folder i sent you Mm, no I believe because it was the yeah or, or I, I just see, out grab 57 through 60 from this link when, when yeah, I was 57 getting all this through, yeah 53 oh yeah 57 through 60 and oh I, right because they were there I that's why because that one had them separately gotcha. yeah and I okay so you didn't so you didn't read those okay that one I did not read Okay. I totally forgot. I even made. I even like made a little mental note to like ask you when I saw you online next. Like when I was sure. downloading these, I just totally it totally slipped my mind. Okay, okay, that's a little disappointing. Just because yeah. one of the things I think about, unfucking like I don't. I think would... that one sticks out as a better story in terms of like what Jack Kirby and what I was gonna um, say. Stan did on Fantastic Four like I just think it's a better comic this one's more important and like sets up some of that stuff in terms of introducing the Silver Surfer and stuff mm-hmm. but that one's that one's got some great Doctor Doom shit in it so what I'm hearing is that I, I I missed the key to all of this yeah <laughs> yeah you missed the thing that kind of linked uh, these, this stuff together 
that you know that kind of makes sense because I was like reading these I was like there has to be something ah, I'm sure Hank mm. will explain it it turns out it was just another comic <laughs> fuck yeah it's the story you didn't read ah shit well I'll do a no. I'll 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 grab it and do a little follow up or something uh, it'll be a 30 second sound clip of like mostly silence and then me just being like yeah that makes a lot more sense you miss Dr. Doom telling the Silver Surfer that he's the gentlest and most unambitious of monarchs I mean yeah see that definitely <laughs> right before sounds... he fucking gets pissed at a dude for dropping something and like slams it into a wall <laughs> Yeah, that definitely sounds like the fucking Link. <laughs> oh, that's upsetting. Uh, Bam. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's a start uh, where Doctor Doom steals like the sur Silver Surfer's powers. Okay. See, you you mentioned that earlier, and even then, mm -hmm. I didn't it didn't like click that you were talking about a different comic. I'm like. In one of the in one of the spiders Spidey stories, did he like did he do something <laughs> no. that the like he shot they both shot beams out of their hands? Is that what he's talking about? <laughs> like I was Okay. When I was going uh, through thanks. the list of Spidey story songs, I did notice there is one with it looked like there is one with Silver Surfer and Doctor Doom, so I might have to throw that in whenever you reread this too. Or actually read this, rather. I mean I can read it whenever. This stuff isn't yeah. long. That's true. It's not uh, not 144 issues of Invincible. This is Dr. Doom saying, Flee, you mortal fools. Flee before the matchless might, the awesome majesty of the new master of all mankind. It's Dr. Doom's riding the silver surfer surfboard and blasting stuff. I mean, so good. dude sounds like he got a real grasp on alliteration. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Dr. Doom is so good. Anyway, I guess... <laughs> I'll have to <laughs> move on with a little less uh, connection between some of this stuff. Now you know how I've felt. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, what do we do next? Um, well... <laughs> Oh, it's so good. I mean, I guess just the the um the spider the spidey stories. Sure. Sense. Let's just start with since we're there's no connection. Let's just start with Star Jaws. Okay, Star Jaws is fucking great. That's the gem. Star Jaws is that's so the, fucking hilarious. That's the gem. That was a fucking uh... banger. What a good what a good thing. Like, what a <laughs> fun fucking comic. So, for those who haven't read Star Jaws, and I highly recommend it, uh, Star Jaws, coming from the pages of Spidey Super Stories, which comes to you from Marvel Comics and the TV show The Electric Company, which was a, like, um, kid show that had spider-man segments on it kind of um sesame street-esque 
in that era. I think that they were on at the same time. Originally, uh, it's less good. <laughs> but, so they put out, like, 50-something issues of these comics that are for babies in terms of how they're written. They're, like, really simple. Uh, and a lot of them are retellings of um, other Marvel comic stories or thing, or or rejiggers of old Marvel comic stories. But this one is just Star Wars, except Spider-Man instead of Luke Skywalker and Doctor Doom instead of Darth Vader and uh, and Paul the Ape instead of Chewie yes. uh-huh. and uh, Hang On. And Sam, the Sesame Street robot, instead of R2-D2. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, Paul Yo. is an Electric Company character, I think. He's Who? in, like, every issue of this comic. This Does Moondragon have a shorts. modern comic that's good? Yeah, Moondragon, she's just like a... Because I'm interested. <laughs> Yeah, she's in she's in a bunch of she's in like cosmic Marvel stuff. Like does she's she in have, Annihilation. Like does she have her own shit or do I have to read her as a back character in some other thing? Um cuz I'll be real if probably it's, if it's the latter I'm out. <laughs> I I mostly know her as like a one of the characters in a large ensemble piece or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's when I was looking for plant ladies. That uh, that definitely was the case. Well, there's this this plant mutant that occurs in like issues one sixty, two fifty two, three forty, and five sixty of a off brand C tier X Men run. <laughs> she doesn't have her own stuff, but she's there. Yeah, yeah she's in like. You know, Avengers stories and Guardians of the Galaxy comics. Sure. Stuff like that. I don't think she ever had her own series. Yeah. Okay. So. I think for a while she was turned into an actual dragon. Maybe. That's lame. <laughs> Um, so I identified with one part of this comic, of the Star Jaws comic, very strongly, where, uh, what's his name? Oh, Marvel Boy. Of course it's Marvel Boy. Yeah. (laughs) I I want a rehash of this character, but just the only difference is that it's boy with an I, and then change him accordingly. (laughs) It's Marvel Boy. Uh, the part where him and Paul are at the the intergalactic space bar, and sure. he's like, "I'll have another glass of milk, please." And uh-huh. the fucking waiter is like, "Only babies drink milk, punk. <laughs> are you a baby?" And then was just like, "I don't like your fucking face, kid." And then, <laughs> uh, you know, Marvel Boy beats the shit out of the guy for dissing milk and then it turns out it's in a movie but like i felt that you don't talk shit about dairy get out of here (laughs) it's such a good Uh, like 
Only babies drink milk. Are you a baby? I like your face. I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> like just this fucking. Yeah, uh-huh. such a great escalation. Those, those hard turns are uh, emblematic of. It's so good. Stories. It's so good. <laughs> Look, I just love Doctor Doom saying "lock up time, Baldy Locks." It's pretty good. I mean, also, I love fucking Star Jaws, the which fact, is the Death Star, except it has a giant mouth with fucking fact, sharp teeth. The fact that it's not, like, a <laughs> metaphor, and it's not, like, robotic, like, the thing yeah. opens up to... It's, nope, that... It has mouth. It has fangs. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. actual enamel fangs. It's <laughs> big enough to just swallow the Earth. It is like well larger than the Earth. Yeah, deal larger than the Earth itself. Uh... Ridiculous. <laughs> so good. Uh... We get the lightsaber duel between Doctor Doom and Spider Man. That's yeah. silly. Spider-Man Except takes the, the lightsaber off. That's yeah, I was going to say, it's like a plastic lightsaber that's like just <laughs> Yeah, there. he grabs it by the beam. <laughs> <laughs> and then turns it on. Yeah. And you know the whole time they had to make the noises themselves? <laughs> uh, and then they defeat Star Jaws by putting some TNT in space. The fucking giant thing of TNT. <laughs> Just a big goddamn box of TNT. Oh, oh sorry. Sorry. Uh, our heroes visit the Pentagon. We need one million tons of TNT, General. Anything you say, Marvel Boy. <laughs> Marvel Boy orders one million tons of TNT. You don't fucking second guess that. You give the man his TNT. One million tons. And I can be He's got Spider Man with him. Yeah, he's <laughs> You know he's you know there's a good reason. They put the TNT in space. Also uh, that, uh and <laughs> that shot of Stardust swallowing like the, the fake earth. Dude, it's just, like got it's it inside. So good. Like, we don't want to show it opening its mouth so wide to get the, the earth in its mouth, but just, it, it happened, okay? So here's the earth inside of yeah. it. <laughs> um, before that, the uh, the panel of Moondragon saying, I must think hard. It's a good one. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty, pretty relatable. Yeah. I mean, honestly... Spidey stories in general, what they're really good for is fucking memes. Like, very <laughs> memeable panels. Yeah. Uh, like the, um... There was one I almost did, which is like a, a Doctor Doom Namor story. And it, that's where, like, the panel of, like, Namor saying, Don't toot it! And Don't then Doctor Doom's blowing yeah. a horn, and it says toot. And it's like, Doctor Doom toots as he pleases. Although... In the actual comic, it's like, don't do it, toot. Dr. Doom does as he pleases. It's just, and the meme, <laughs> they just replace all the action words with toot. <laughs> it's, it's oh, like, that's so good. It's also, my favorite, though, is like, Dr. Doom's writing this, like, monster. He's just like, ha ha ha, I'm the king of the world. <laughs> or whatever. 
He's just he's so stoked, dude. Yeah. Um so yeah, like Shark Jaws blows up. It uh <laughs> yeah. Uh it happened it seems like it's only early on in Star Jaws. Uh how so I noticed with like in the Spidey stories and stuff, maybe the news story as well. Uh, Aunt May is like a hundred fifty years old again, and yeah. wow, are they? Aunt May has only gotten younger over time. That's like a way it, to think about. It. Like the further know, back in time you go, yeah, the older she is. Yeah, hashtag blessed. Um, how old? <laughs> she's like, been she's been been button or whatever. Dude, real talk. Aunt May currently in the MCU hottest character easily. It's not even a fucking contest. Had to be said. If Henry Cavill steps in in some to some extent, <laughs> then we'll talk. But right now uh, it's all Aunt May all the way. Anyway, how old is Peter supposed to be in these comics? Is he still like a in the Spidey story ones? The I have no idea. He doesn't look a day over 40. <laughs> like, he's looking... I assume university is, where, like, roughly where yeah. they're placing him, but holy shit, mm. did they age him up. Like, it's... Well, they're basing it... It's, it's based... Vibe. This design is, like, based on the John Romita design, like the one that's in the newspaper strips. Oh, Okay. I mean, also because like, that's yeah, John Romita was like the second artist to take over Spider-Man. Like once Steve Ditko left the book, and I mean, Steve I guess Ditko's he... Peter was way more like nerdy and scrawny, and then like uh, Romita like handsomed up to Peter. Basically, I suppose. I guess like, do you know his age initially? Like what he was originally designed as? Because I suppose in this he in could the, even it, just be. An adult, like a full, actual grown-up, for lack of a better term. Yeah, like, I get, again, like, that change comes with, like, time has passed and Peter has grown up. (laughs) Yeah. he's in high school in the original comics. Okay. Oh, and these are, so these are, like, literally further in the future. Yeah, these are, these are 70s, these are 70s comics. As opposed to, like, 60s comics. Okay. And I guess like I don't know. I I forget how it's handled in the the Tobey Maguire version. But uh people really hate Spider-Man. He's a menace. Well, so that's another thing. Like, he was hated in the Ditko era, and then he's less hated in the Ramita version, but then the continuity the newspaper sets up, it's kind of like splits the difference, where it's like, Ramita's Peter, but the like the way people act about Spider-Man is closer to like the earlier Ditko days. Okay. With like, that stuff. That stuff's actually, it's a little interesting how they, how they did that, because that is kind of like... Are reverting compared to where that character was in the comics at the time, or like the the regular Marvel continuity. But gotcha. like Spider Man has definitely gone through different eras where he is 
super hated. But that's like where he starts. Because again, it's like Marvel Comics is based on monsters, but also their people. More than even like just their superheroes. Um, so like people treating Spider-Man like he's the Hulk or whatever. It's like not. <laughs> or, or the thing. Like that's 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 Marvel Comics. Gotcha. Where, where it starts. Man, I'm just so. Do you think this is where they're gonna take, uh, Tom Holland Spider Man? <laughs> take what? Tom Holland Spider Man. I'm yeah, seeing. Yeah, I Spider-Man. don't. I don't think they. I. Uh, oh my god! If they adapted Star Jaws, I would love it so much. Well, not fucking happening. Not Star Jaws. The. <laughs> I fucking wish. <laughs> Look, if I have to watch every single Marvel film back to fucking back to get Star Jaws, I'll do it. That's an easy sell. Like, I'll do whatever it takes to get Star Jaws into. Oh my god. We're not worthy of Star Jaws, really. No, I fucking. Obviously, I don't expect them to make a good decision. I meant, like,. Will Tom Holland Spider-Man be hated now that... Because, you know, the oh. Mysterio with that thing, like, oh, this is Spider-Man's identity. Are people... He tried to kill me. I'm a good guy. I promise. That whole bit. Instead of, like, people yelling at him, Spider-Man, do a flip? <laughs> that a thing that happened? That is a thing that happens in one of those movies. Is someone pops their head out of a window. It's like Spider Man, do a flip, and then he does a flip. You know and what? They're all I, hyped about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I remember that. That's in the first one. <laughs> That's in Homecoming, I, I think. Yeah. I I only remember because Anya recently watched both of those films. Yeah. And she was also disappointed because she didn't know that they would be. She she has not seen any of the MCU stuff. And she does. Gotcha. She also is not like on the internet as much as I am because she's a good person. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't like. She's not as aware of it. Like obviously, she knows Tony Stark and that sort of shit. But she watched it and she's like, "Is there a third film? Like, is there a film that I missed? I feel like I missed a film." I had to explain that. Yep. Like, she actually missed like twenty films, and she's a fake fan. Uh. 20 films yeah, i mean you, you she missed one film beginning. about spider-man it's just that to understand that film you need a bunch of other films yeah you need no, like I, I i don't know like, see she just wanted the i think she was expecting them to do like the the reboot like the origin story she didn't know that it was so deeply ingrained even from the first film I just thought, you know, it was a sure. validation for my. I mean, that's the third it. time they've they're doing a Spider-Man. Well, movie. And that's what I that's what I told her. I'm like, <laughs> people get it, and it's like the they're tying it into the most popular film franchise in history, so they're not fucking worried about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which I'll appreciate as someone who sees all those movies. I don't want fucking a movie about Spider-Man's origin again. I'm good, thanks. What if they changed up his origin? I mean, what I want is there's a there's a series Marvel Adventures Spider-Man that is like more young reader focused a little bit, but actually well written. Um and there's 
for a run of that, like the the recap about who Spider-Man is, like in one page, it's like I got bit by a spider, then I was a jerk, and it shows him in a wrestling ring holding a wrestler above his head. <laughs> That's like my summary of who Holy Spider-Man shit. was. Like I got spider powers, then I was a jerk. Amazing. Uh, and then my uncle died, so I decided to be a good, to help people. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Like, that's my version of, yeah, the Spider-Man origin is, and then I was a jerk. I'm that's, just saying, that's, you know, that's the thing. Which, which honestly, the Tom Highland movies skipped entirely. Yeah. Yeah, from we what never, I... We never see that version of that character. I mean, maybe it's common. Those, they imply it, but no. You don't know that. It's too... What if... That. What if Venom infects him? Oh, yeah, then we can get him being mean. But that's a different thing. It's been being aggro. I mean, I just want it, really. <laughs> <laughs> but they already have a whole Venom movie. It's a whole. It's not I connected still, in the same I, way. I know. I still need to see it too. <laughs> I, I like that dumb movie. I had. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so that's Star Jaws, the greatest work of fiction ever created. It's fucking great. It's so good. I was like, this is my, because I had read the this the other stories and the news story thing, and I was like, yeah. yeah. And then I got to Star Jaws, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> here's my reward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. So, let's talk about these UN stories. So, Doctor Doom speaking at the UN is just like. A thing that, ha- like, Doctor Doom loves the UN in early stories. But the the unique part about the, and this, the, the thing to know is, this Spidey, the Spidey stories version of this came first. Which feels backwards. <laughs> I but, definitely thought it was the other way, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> because it's like, this is the one that's, like, taking... A story that involved the Fantastic Four and just entirely removing the Fantastic Four from it, which is is what, like, what's well, what? Because Doctor Doom is he's so intrinsically tied to his like main motivating factor as a character is hating Reed Richards. Realistically, like that's his his primary thing. Um, everything else is kind of secondary to that. But so in this, he's just doesn't have that. And Doctor Doom also shows up a lot in uh, the animated Spider-Man stuff from like the 60s. Like the, I don't know if he's in the 60s stuff. He's definitely in the 70s stuff. Just a lot. Like Doctor Doom's in it more than the Green Goblin. And I don't oh, know man. why. Why? <laughs> I mean, I do know why. It's because Doctor Doom is great, and he's the best Marvel villain. So you've got, you know, the best Marvel hero and the best Marvel villain. You might as well just put them together. Yeah. It is a little weird. Um. Oh, I was so. Uh, uh, 
continuing yeah. in that vein, uh, it's I mean maybe it's not the best time to ask, but it was frustrating me. What is the name of the not Doctor Doom character that was in um shit, why Okay, second question. What is the comic that the Galacticus drawing was in? Galactus drawing was in? Like the crayon drawing? Oh, Mr. Miracle. Mr. Miracle. What's the villain in that? It's not Dr. Doom. Darkseid. Darkseid! Right. Okay. It was stressing me out earlier. I couldn't remember the name. Yeah. I'm like, it's and Darkseid is D. also a, a Jack Kirby creation. Like I mean, they, Doom. Like, they're basically the same. They look the same. They, mm. Their name starts with a D. Don't ask. me. <laughs> One is a man in a metal suit. One is a rock monster who wears. Uh, they both wear a skirt. That's the there you go. The skirt. Uh, you got. You got me. Their name starts with D, and they're wearing a skirt. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> On paper, these might as well be identical. Actually, do is more. Uh, eh. I don't know. Doctor Doom is more fun. I would definitely agree. <laughs> he, well, he's a peaceful monarch who definitely yeah. just wants to help out the rest of the world, like he helped out. What is it? It's like Latvia, Lot but not Latveria. Latveria. Uh huh. Cause like. I don't know why, but in Marvel continuity, basically, Europe is, like, in the Middle Ages, basically. There's, like, it's, like, feudalism there. It's so they always show, like, <laughs> villagers <laughs> with, like, make it an angry mob or whatever. Wild. It's just the way people <laughs> live in Europe. Ugh. Uh, yeah, so I only really put this spidey stories here and because of because i think it's hilarious that the newspaper story uh came afterwards <laughs> yeah that's uh, um and i was just i was reading that newspaper story again recently i was like this i love this it's so silly some good doctor doom shit so i threw it in it's more the thing, but you didn't read like the actual Doctor Doom story, so yeah, no, I'm <laughs> I'm just as disappointed, if not more so. Yeah, so you know, Doctor Doom shows up to you and he's like, "Give me all your countries," and they're like, "No," and then he's like, "Grar, I'll put you in a weird force field." Yeah, a lot of forest fields. But honestly, like zones. the most important story in this comic book is the ape escape thing, where Paul runs away. Yeah, Paul wants to become a spider monkey, or whatever. Yeah. You, and Spider-Man tells him that you can be a hairy hero. <laughs> Man, okay, so there was, uh, after that, where he says it's Paul the Sp it's Paul Spider Monkey. Um even though he's an ape, but yeah. Sure, yeah. But Spider Monkey is a pun, right? No. It's... 
So what's up sure. with this random dude who seems like he should be more relevant than he is? Where he's like, it's my man, Spidey. Well, that's whatever, a character from Whatever Spidey can write, company. oldies you can read. I mean, he seems suave. What's his deal? TV show. Okay. So he does not have a comic about him. I mean, this is the comic about him. He is... These Incredibly. characters show up in these in these like they're not in Star Jaws for whatever reason, but these characters are in a lot of these issues. Incredibly disappointing. That man deserves his own comic. I mean, he had his. He was on a TV show. He needs to be the star. Wait, his own TV show? I mean, all these characters, all those that whole group. The Electric Company was a kids' educational show. Oh. In the 70s. Oh, okay. There's been a fundamental misunderstanding. Yeah, it was. The Electric Company was the show that this um, comic is ties into. And that show would have, like, Spider Man segments in it, too. I'm going to lead it's like with this sketch by. Show. Sure. I would say, like. I'm a little bit tired. Not like tired, tired, but I'm a little bit tired. <laughs> uh huh. Somehow in my head, I was like, and, and now that you say it, like the electric company does sound familiar. But earlier in my head, I it just like clicked. It made perfect sense that an electric company, a, a power and utilities company, would you know want some advertising and so they got together and did like a thing uh-huh that's not this what makes in this case this makes more sense huh <laughs> look not <laughs> not every day can be a winner <laughs> a lot of a lot of misunderstandings sure okay and then there's like that bunny story. Or, but the important thing is J. Jonah Jameson says, Spider-Man, I'd rather have the Hulk. Just because Jonah hates Spider-Man. Yeah. And that, see, like that, I'm, I'm like, okay, I guess like Hulk was a villain right now. Hulk? Yeah, I mean, he's a monster that goes around rampaging. And Bruce Banner travels the country trying to find a cure. For his also, the... I suppose, you know, as seen on the electric company, like, yeah, now that it's it's making a lot more sense, like for the bunny story. Um Yeah. The people finding Easter eggs was that's like creepy. I don't like that they're adults, but they're not. Kind of. Does that make sense? I mean, that's children's programming. That doesn't make it not creepy. That just makes it that just makes it like creepy on a national broadcasting. Level. I mean, it's the seventies. What do you want? I'll yeah yeah. Look, I I've I've told you that the only Muppet film I've seen in its entirety is Christmas Carol, right? Yes, and. Admittedly, when I was little, the I just I remember there was like a scene 
There's like the scene where they're all like in the house or whatever and the, the Muppets that are in a band are there and they're like playing music and stuff or they're going to play music uh-huh. or something. That like scene or sequence of scenes uh, from that point to like the next couple of minutes or whatever, like haunted my nightmares. <laughs> like, I don't know what it was, but it did not feel warm and happy. It felt creepy and ominous. So... You know, okay. old children's programming, no bueno. There's certainly worse stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Um, we don't need to. <laughs> we don't need to introduce me to that, though. Uh, I don't want that night. I should watch Brigsby Bear. Nope. I don't even want to fucking know. Well, it's a a movie based on like. It sounds fictional. cursed. It's. It sounds cursed it's as hell. a story about a kid who was kidnapped and then All right, raised gonna... by his kidnappers and the the dude who kidnapped him like created this fictional TV show. Yeah, this looks that he cursed. Was obsessed as... with. This looks cursed as shit. But the important thing is the dad is played by Mark Hamill. Okay, see so that makes it a little better. And then and then the rest of the movie is he gets the kid who's like now like an adult gets rescued but he like adjusting to the real world is kind of hard because really all he cared about was that tv show that his fake kidnapper dad invented so he decides to make a movie to end the story okay i mean that's less cursed i thought this was gonna be like a 70s thing or 80s thing or no, whatever. Maybe it's okay. a recent movie. Yeah, yeah, that's that's much better. Brigsby Bear from the modern era is much better than Brigsby Bear from 70s. Sure. Oh yeah, we can be done with the Spidey stories for now. now you've that bunny was creepy also. Yeah. Again... That's a scary story, dude. This is for kids. <laughs> it's not kid. This is not kid friendly. Look, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you with a panel. 70s idea of kid friendly, and the 80s idea of kid friendly very different than today's idea of kid friendly. I guess it's like looking at old Halloween pictures. <laughs> kids were dealing with some shit back in the day. Yeah, no one was paying attention. That's true. The same that's way. a that's there. Yeah, there it is. But no, these were. I mean, they were. They were fun, you know. I don't. Yeah. Like, it definitely led to some questions about like the amount of clout that the Daily Bugle has. Like, how are they the ones? That, like, they seem like they're kind of a shit tabloid, but at the same time, they're the ones convincing uh, Doctor Doom to come and. Spread peace. Like people spent newspaper where newspapers mattered. I guess, but like people spent a lot of time shitting on it too. Like uh, I think it was Mary Jane was like, or no, uh, Aunt May was like talking about how she read something in the Daily Bugle, and then Mary Jane is like shitting on it. Like, oh well, of course that's garbage. You read it in the Bugle. Yeah. I mean, the Bugle's just always out here posting pictures of Spider-Man on the cover at any opportunity they have. 
threat or menace. Or incredibly muscular in a latex suit. <laughs> anyway, so now let's talk about the Juggy? newspaper version of this. Oh, no, newspaper. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about Stan Lee and John Romita Jr. retelling this story, basically, in the newspaper. Um, with more writing, better writing. <laughs> yeah, you know, a more uh, cumbersome format, I guess. But yeah, overall, sure. yeah, yeah. Like they just reminded you of stuff more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> more eloquent, Doctor Doom. <laughs> yeah. Also, a lot of talk of terrorism. <laughs> a lot of, yeah. A lot of terrorism, a lot of, uh, like, I don't know, like, just Doctor Doom nonsense? I don't know. Yeah. Step up. A step up for Doctor Doom. So... What is the... I actually didn't see if there's even a year. What's the, like, gap? What's the gap between the publishing of the two? If you know. Um, It's like, they're pretty close. Because the newspaper story is it's like 77. They're kind of like... On each other's heels. Okay. Yeah, um, I guess I, <laughs> trying to think, like, I realized it, but just every time I look at any Spider-Man comics with, uh, uh, Jonah Jameson, like, mm -hmm. holy shit, what's his name is, like, the perfect, <laughs> perfect actor to play him. Oh, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Like, he, it's he, unreal. He did a great job. It's <laughs> unreal. He's and a he, picture of Spider-Man, dude. Dude, he fucking hates him. Like, it's so much worse than I remembered or whatever that, like, more modern adaptations take. Like... Go on, you masked misfit. Play to the crowds. Dr. Doom will clip your wings. <laughs> like, I don't think you got Dr. Doom here for world peace. I think you got him here to fuck up Spider-Man. Is what it sounds uh, like you're saying. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. J.J. Jameson, also a big fan of Captain America. Really? Yes. Interesting. I see that I've never encountered ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I, I don't. I don't remember if this is in the original comics, but I know that's definitely a a thing of like that. Part of the reason J Jonah hates Spider Man was like thinking Spider Man is like taking glory away from his. 
son who's like an astronaut and like that Spider-Man being a bigger news story than his son going to space and he's like gets cranky about it and he's like all right we're just fucking right about how Spider-Man's a piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah but also it's just kind of with the theme of early Spider-Man where like all the bad guys are adults because it's like you know metaphor for being a teen or whatever yeah so like spider-man's greatest enemy is or like is his best friend's dad (laughs) norman osborne yeah and like you know his boss is trying to murder him and stuff it's like quality (laughs) um there were two things for this, I actually, I mean, I didn't know if there was a particular order for these, so I just read them alphabetically. So I did newspaper Spidey first. Um, yeah, sure. He he says, uh, "We Spider Men." A lot. <laughs> Is that just like a a one off thing? The royal. This is the royal we. I don't know. Okay. Okay. About. I'm just like. <laughs> I was I was thinking about it and I'm like I don't think there was like multiverse nonsense no. yet that I know of. Okay. And also he I'm I'm looking at the panel and he says it uh and I think he I think he does it a couple of times. He says Charlie. Like don't bet on it, Charlie. Is that just a, another phrase? Or is that like actually Doctor Doom's name, and I just missed it? What page is that on? Uh, uh, twenty-four. Ooh, twenty-four. According to the PDF, where yeah. the webbing is. Don't bet on it, Charlie. Charlie, I think that's like, that. That's just seventies slang, but I think that has to deal with like Vietnam. Slide. I mean, like, that's the context I know it in, right? Yeah. But it's weird that it is being applied here. So I just, I, I guess I didn't connect it in that way. <laughs> it kind of makes it a little worse, honestly, but okay. Sure, but I think that just is what it is. Yeah. It was just one of those things where I'm like, it's like, obviously some of these, you know, they're using stuff that is clearly just, common to the time but with with a name i'm like is it a phrase or is it dude's name i don't know no okay okay like interesting tin can again i didn't like it would be mostly yeah i mean i didn't i didn't think dr doom's first name was charlie but like i don't fucking know (laughs) it's not it's victor (laughs) okay victor von doom Okay, see, there you go. That makes more sense. <laughs> Charlie is like his less successful <laughs> little Charlie, brother. Charlie Von Doom. Uh, like a dog. Uh-huh. Doom dog. Is there actually? No. Okay, well can't just say phrases like that and get my hopes up. <laughs> Doom Dog is like that's a how has that not been done? It's right there. 
I mean, there's Houndoom, the Pokemon. That's not even remotely the same. I'm not only saying that because someone convinced me to trade my shiny Lugia card for a stupid Houndoom car card on the bus. Ooh. Yeah, I got played. Um, <laughs> there are Doom Dogs. I see them in. Okay. As long as they're out there, you know. I mean, they're just like robot dogs that Doom has, I guess. Um. So I really like one of the cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. I I really liked um how Doctor Doom handled defeat in this comic. <laughs> uh -huh. Like he's like, you know what? Wait, you're cheering for him? I'm out of here. I mean, also like the the very the like tail end of things were. Mm -hmm. uh, Jonah is like, did you kick his ass? And he's like, I don't want to get my hands dirty by touching that filth. <laughs> so no, I didn't. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh. Also, like... Him. Great guy. Yeah. Also, UN just, like, kind of useless. But, like, also way more important than it is in the real world. Apparently. <laughs> like, I don't or think like, the people at the UN have the authority to give anyone control of the world. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's yeah. how that works. I'm give up sure. your... Give up your... <laughs> World, I forget what the hell it is. Like all the world security or whatever. Um, yeah. And I'm looking like still on the it's on the very last page, but they definitely it comes up a few different times. Like from the UN leaders, um, they're like, "What? What can we possibly do?" And they're like, "There's nothing we can do. He leads a country. We can't do anything." <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> If you're a leader of a country and you're doing bad stuff, we can't do anything. Like you're, you're probably gonna club. go to war. That's not mm. can't be done. Yeah, there's it's out of our hands. He's got diplomatic community. <laughs> so that was like, I mean, it felt a little gross to read. Don't like it. Yeah. I mean, there's just because like it's it's right the all the the easy alternative is right there. Like instead of him being the ruler of a sovereign nation, like maybe he's a dude in a fucking big ass metal suit who can shoot beams out of his hands. Also, that <laughs> you know, <laughs> like there are there are other. Also, reasons. he knows magic. Yeah, yeah. Like he contacted. <laughs> this was the. Yeah, it was in this story, or maybe one of the other versions where he, like, contacted Hell or whatever and got his mask, right? They contacted Hell for his mask? I don't know. It, I don't remember what we read that that would have been in. It was 
definitely in this one. I I think almost assuredly it was in uh yeah yeah yeah. Um in his delirium Spider-Man on page 20. Spider-Man recalls the legendary origin of the deadly Doctor Doom. Oh. He 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 merged his parents' legacy of witchcraft and the occult with his own all-consuming passion for science. Until one day he tried to contact the Netherworld. Right. And he was disfigured, and that's where he got the mask because he ran into some Tibetan monks. I mean, he he made the mask because his face was all fucked up. The but monks yeah. made the mask, excuse me. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, they um, got the suit. Yeah. Fun fact, I th it's like, I'm pretty sure in... I don't know if it's all versions, but, like, the, the thing is, like, he didn't act... The th <laughs> There's definitely versions of the story where, like, he didn't really fuck his face up that badly, but he's so fucking vain that he needed the metal mask, and then he put the metal mask on his face too fast, and that actually fucked up his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's so good. <laughs> that's Dude, my I favorite version of the story. That's very good. <laughs> Like, I mean, really, really wasn't that bad initially, but he was he was too vain. So, I mean, really yeah, even even here, I mean, they don't they just don't show it here, like at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because they're also they're going fast and they're retelling they're telling Doctor Doom's origin without Reed Richards involved. So, mm. with no mention of Reed. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that. Yeah, I, I don't I don't really have much more on that line. Yeah. Again, Juggy the time? The Doctor Doom thing was going to be the thing you didn't read, but sure. Yeah, Juggy time. Nothing can stop the juggernaut. These two issues within a much longer run of Roger Stern Spider-Man that yeah. are well remembered. I mean, are they well remembered because of that fucking eleven out of ten Juggernaut design? <laughs> I mean, that's just the classic Juggernaut design. It's, I'll be real, it's a silly design. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, at this first, is like, okay, as someone who had this, no idea what the Juggernaut was, and then you get that yeah. intro sequence with, like, him as a shadow demon, and then it cuts to what he actually is. The, the <laughs> well, disappointment yeah. was palpable. He gets, like, he gets his power from that demon. Okay, but, like... He has the, the crystal gives him his power provided by the demon. Gonna hit you with the Like it's just like there's a lot. Of, there most of the time it's fine, but there are some <laughs> angles. It's like the Simpsons aren't meant to be looked at like head on, like face forward or whatever. <laughs> uh huh. 
Like, so many of these other angles and these panels, I'm looking, and it looks fine, but then, like, they'll draw them (laughs) just facing the the camera, so to speak, and it's just brutal. (laughs) Another another Jack Kirby design. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he, uh... He gets put through. I mean, like Spider-Man tries a lot of shit to stop him. Yep, that's why this. I mean, that's why this story is so memorable. Like, it's such a good example of Spider-Man coming up against something that's like out of his weight class, but he just like doesn't stop. Because like this is like the era where of like super tight Marvel continuity. So really, Juggernaut is like this is like what Juggernaut's doing in between issues of X-Men or something. <laughs> like, he's just yeah, trying to walk yeah. across New York. And then, like, because that's where he happens to be, Spider-Man is like, wait, no, don't. Gotta stop this. But Juggernaut's just, like, trying to walk in a straight line, basically. Well, he's trying to capture Madam Web. Yeah. Um, I gotta know. I gotta know. Does he get out of the cement at the end? Or is he just there for it? Like, that's how he dies. <laughs> no, Juggernaut definitely gets out of the cement. They don't show it, right? Yeah, no, not in this story. Okay. But he's not, like, dead. <laughs> it's I mean, I Juggernaut. I mean, I figured. But, like... Oh, you know what? There's... I, I skipped... <laughs> you know what? I, I missed a crucial bit. I saw the... What? I saw the thing where it's like, heh! Sure he can. Any second now. I know he can. Can't he? Can't he? I didn't see the bit at the bottom of that panel where it says the question goes unanswered. For now. Okay. Uh That would have told me all I needed to know. (laughs) Uh, We also got a look. Flipping back. I, I forgot about it. Um... Spider-Man's little little belt voyeur cam that took perfect uh, pictures of uh yeah man the fight he's got that all hooked up for his job it's important it's, is it actually for his job or does he just have a fucking camera on his belt <laughs> no it's to sell photos to the bugle I guess I don't know. I mean, again, from this, like, I didn't get the impression. He just said, it's my belt's mini yeah. camera. We don't have context. Yeah. Um, yeah. His job is, he makes money by selling photos of spider well, to the Bugle. Yeah, yeah. But a belt camera is not taking pictures of Spider-Man. So... You just take pictures of mirrors. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't. Yes, this fucking posing in the uh... sense, but <laughs> I'm just imagining, like at the end now, when they're talking about like, oh, these pictures are a little grainy, but they'll print just fine. Whatever. Like, it's like, wait, wait nobody, what angle is this? <laughs> nobody, nobody ever was like, how do they get a dick angle picture? Of the fight <laughs> that Spider-Man was in. Uh-huh. Uh. So, 
this was a pretty good I again I'm gonna I think it would I think the same comment I want like a modern version of this, but it's the shit I like. Unstoppable object and he's just literally walking through shit. It was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And like I I do enjoy that Spider Man like didn't I, he's very optimistic is what, is what I'll say. Like, uh-huh. oh, even even at the very end when he's like, uh, I'll explode a tanker truck. Nobody could get through that. Like, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. I, have a, I have a theory. <laughs> uh-huh. So good. And that's a, that's a great, mean, uh, great yeah. panel as well where he's like walking out of the flames. It's good shit. Yeah. I mean, it's also—it's just like Spider-Man doesn't know who the fuck Juggernaut is really. Yeah. He doesn't know what his power set is. I don't know. Oh, and then I love that. Like one of those early panels is just like the Spider-Man, like where he's not fully colored in because he's just like hopping all around Juggernaut trying to stop him. Oh yeah, which is yeah, like yeah. all the Spider-Mans. That shit's just so good. Mm-hmm. Juggernaut just walks through a wall. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Um, I loved it. Yeah, your your comment about how he doesn't know like what Juggernaut is. Uh, when he like he realizes that he's in some you know this is a pretty serious foe and he needs some help and Madam Web is like trying to telepathically connect to like other heroes, but it's like a like she might as well have fucking called them. She's like, I can't reach anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, it went straight to voicemail. I don't know what to do. That was a good... It got me. I don't know if it was supposed to, but... <laughs> I, I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be, like, a serious issue or if it was supposed to be a joke. But it definitely was funny. So... The, I I guess for lack of a better word, Juggernaut's boss. Just a pirate. This is his partner. Okay. Is he just a? What's his shtick? Briefly, is he just a pirate? Um, just a a wannabe, <laughs> like a modern pirate. It says ye a lot. Fuck, I'm I'm blanking on his name. I can't remember either. Black Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has like energy manipulation powers or something, I think. Oh, he can he can bond with and project energy through plant life. Mostly, he uses um. He uses like a. a Shalala. A what? Like he's Scottish. Oh, yeah. So he has like a wooden stick. Yeah, they don't. He's like, oh, okay, jeez. (laughs) 
or Irish. She's Irish. Excuse me. They, Excuse me. None of that got conveyed, like at all. Yeah, I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not trying to. It's just that's well, him and Juggernaut couple. are working together. If you'd been reading X Men, you know, of course. How dare I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is again. I'm saying this is tight continuity, Marvel. Um, it's, this just happens to be a a story that stands out from that era, but a little bit more in terms of being a two issue story. But it's still, you know, is the thing of like really what's happening here is you have these characters exist in a world of an ongoing story that just they just happen to be crossing through like literally like walking through Spider-Man's neighborhood or whatever mm. <laughs> it's Marvel continuity baby hell yeah it's just it's just what comics were they are yeah. less that these days because they like label crossovers more heavily and like market it instead of it just happening Randomly, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and even then, I mean, like, I'm thinking of the few, I guess, like, any of the Star Wars crossovers, those were kind of like baked in because I was going yeah. through them at once, also. Mm-hmm. But, like, even the which was the was it a spider? Yeah, the spider Gwen. Thing, where there was like yeah. that mm-hmm. <laughs> just that, that random time skipped and suddenly she's like going around telling people like oh I'm sorry your Spider-Man's dead yeah because yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spider-Geddon happened or whatever yeah like I didn't feel like I missed anything story wise but that definitely didn't hit emotionally yeah because you didn't read, I mean, that's <laughs> you didn't read the story, but yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, I think it's a, it's a, I like it better now, I guess. <laughs> I don't, Yeah. I, I've been curious, or like even the other it's, day. It's like definitely an, an imp- impediment for new readers, but like. When you're fucking in it, it's kind of, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the continuity is fun because it makes stuff feel more real. Like, yeah, like sure. this is actually happening or whatever. Because if the if the, you read this story and then it's like this character is here, it's it's the same. That's like the the part of your brain is like, yes, that is correct. It's just, it makes the the world more real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess ultimately, I I never had the strong urge to like go back and read old comics. At least like mm-hmm. old mainline. Like if you got more shit like Star Jaws, fucking cover me, <laughs> uh-huh. bury me in it. <laughs> like that shit is. Like the meme stuff is is top notch. I'm all about that. But yeah, um, like I've never had the urge to go back and read like old Superman or old Iron Man or something like that necessarily. Uh, mm-hmm. And 
I think out of all of the comics we've done, like this is the this is the first time we've kind of gone into that territory, right? At least this this much. Yeah, because this is the one where I was like, I'm gonna pull some old classics out. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, with the the Galactus stuff, just for like context for some stuff or whatever. Yeah. Oh, totally. And and I think like uh, and that's comes up like we did Secret Wars and like you read that like not knowing who the Fantastic Four are. (laughs) I mean, they should have been more fantastic. Uh huh. So, yeah i I think for the like the samplers, classic stuff like totally fine. When it's, I mean, you know. Especially when I don't forget yeah, like the, I'm not the link. I, I'm picking out particular issues because there's something about them with the acknowledgement that like you know they these are part of an ongoing story. There's like oh yeah yeah stuff you're gonna miss, but like there there's always been you know the the tiny part of me that's like yeah, you know maybe I could go back and do like a like start reading older stuff and this this kind of confirmed like I don't really want to do that. Like I wouldn't want to read a ton of this stuff, like going, going through mm-hmm. it. Like you wouldn't want to read like the fifty plus issues of Fantastic Four that came before Galactus showing up. Not really, no. <laughs> it's, like yeah, it's not, in some, it's not great. In some new, like in some newer stuff, I could. I think. Yeah, I mean, and some of that's just like. I'm with you. Like, I generally like modern, the way modern comics are written way better. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's more, it, it becomes more of, like, a standout of, like, it's A, like, like, the way those Jack Kirby stories work, there's so much imagination packed in. It doesn't, like, read great, but, because, like, you know, the sky is on fire for, like, a panel. But that idea of, like, the sky is on fire, really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's kind of that stuff. It's like this This has so much imagination that informs so much stuff that comes later. It's just, like, it's much denser, but it's maybe not, like, as emotionally engaging or whatever. Yeah. And, like, there, it's pretty rare... Of, like, modern comics that are not, like, retelling that stuff and trying to be engaging with it. And it's, like, super rare for new stuff to, like, really have its own new ideas. Whereas, like, like Hoxpox, that X-Men stuff we did, that was, like, modern and completely new ideas. That was, like, why that thing was super special. That stuff, is that is that thing still running, by the way? Or is that a completed bit? No, that's still going. Oh, I don't feel like doing <laughs> Ten of Swords was like I would, the, the big event part of it. I would because that I stuff would, all folded into like ongoing, oh. like multiple ongoing books. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna dust my hands of that. If there's if there's good stuff along it, the way, I'm open to it. But like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to. I don't need to branch into. I mean, I yeah, I haven't been I haven't been keeping up either. So yeah. Um. So I mean, speaking of modern comics, 
Yeah, I mean, world, when was world War, War Hulk? fucking Hulk. Holy shit. Yeah, it's only like 14 years old. It's, I mean, <laughs> whatever. It's fucking delicious. This is what I wanted, dude. So this is drawn by John Romita Jr. John Romita's son. Nice. <laughs> Uh, who is one of my favorite comic book ar- artists. I love his style. It's very good. It was very enjoyable. Um, it's, it's funny because when he started his career, he was way more like aping his dad's style. And then like as he went on, he like changed his style to look way more like Kirby's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like his his... Once he developed his style, it's way more Kirby than it is his dad, which is just funny to me. So, it's it's a very, maybe a small thing, and mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm meant to be focusing on it, but of course those are the things that I love to hone in on. I sure. fucking loved the art for like how any of the space scenes were handled. Like, they were really fucking, they just like clicked with me. Like, it was a... Hmm. I just really like how it was handled. It was, like, such a a cool fantasy take. It was great. Loved it. Nice. Yeah. And also the part where Hulk was, you know, fucking cool the whole time. Yeah. Like just straight through. <laughs> that was cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is a story where Hulk beats everybody up. Hulk kicks the shit out of everyone and is fucking great. God, I just, I was, I figured they wouldn't. I figured they wouldn't, but I was like, I just want this comic to end with everybody in a pulp. Like, like just, maybe this is one of those alternate things that, like, Hank is hooking me up with and, and it just doesn't seem like it. And then everybody will just be dead at the end except Hulk. That's what I wanted in my heart. Uh huh. Yeah. That Unfortunately, and this is mainline Marvel continuity, not like a alternate universe story or whatever. It's not. Yeah. This isn't Hulk kills the Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah. And even even like even though it couldn't be that, it was still fucking satisfying. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Also, it's a very simple premise for an event comic. God, it's what I, it's what I fucking wanted though, like coming off of, coming off of Invincible with Omni Man, just uh-huh. like. Some, I mean, like I know, you know the, uh, the literal One Punch Mans of like comics and shit. You know, they get boring after a while. You gotta, mm. you gotta give them something. But God damn, is it so nice. Once in a while. Oh, it's so satisfying. He's come to smash. And I kept, like, because, you know, still not totally familiar with comics. And I, it's not like I've been reading anything, like, in this era or, like, was reading the stuff before it or after it or anything. So I don't know. Yeah. So the whole time... This, no matter how much was left in the comic, if like like when Doctor Strange when the thing got involved, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, 
this is going to be like the match. And then it wasn't. Hulk kicked his ass and it was fucking cool. And then Doctor Strange shows up yeah. and I'm like, okay, this is going to be the match. And then Hulk kicks his ass and it's fucking cool. <laughs> like it, it just kept happening and it was so good. He just beats the shit out of everybody one by one. It was so good. Yeah. Oh my God. And She-Hulk? I mean, you know, obligatory. Like, I want her to beat me up. Uh-huh. Literally, sure. like, just punch me in the face. But, uh... And then she, like, plays the cousin card. He don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, my God. It was just one after the other. Just back to back. I was so happy. God. It's pretty dedicated to what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> there's, there's, um, a, there's a simplicity to it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the whole thing, like, Doctor Strange, like, trying to... God, that was such a good sequence. Where he thinks he's, like, gonna help him, and then Hulk just, like, breaks his fucking hands. He's yeah. so he's so fucking angry. And it's so good. <laughs> oh my god. Um I mean, he's got a good reason to be mad. Yeah, dude. So fucking the whole planet blew up, including his pregnant wife. <laughs> yeah. Um <clears throat> So obviously we get this whole thing with uh shit, what's his name? Mr. Something Syndrome, Mr. Century, the century. Century, yeah. <laughs> I got there. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I I have no idea what's going on there, but it was pretty self-explanatory yeah. in terms of he's he's yeah he, he was like a kind of a big deal or in the Marvel comics around this era. Yeah, he's basically just like like the short version is just like he's like Superman for mm-hmm. Marvel comics. But he also just has, like, this evil thing called the Void within him that's, like, like the other part of his powers or whatever. Yeah. So that, be- that becomes a big thing with him later, but... So... Yeah, he's weird. <laughs> I, don't, I don't love the century, but for this issue as just another really strong opponent for the Hulk, he, he works yeah. out well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was cool. Their fight was cool. Uh, that was, it was a very good ramp up, you know, like they kept up in the stakes and I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, I'm trying to find like about where I lost it. So they're punching the shit out of each other. Mm -hmm. They're like, all that matters is what you choose. And then we cut. And they're both, like, normal. Like, their powers have worn off or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I got that. Like, that kind of made sense. Um, and then the uh, Hulk kind of, like, turns on his war clan because it turns out other people had done shit and the, the whole, that whole bit. Uh, and then yeah. the Hulk gets, like, super fucking angry. And... He literally is going to like just like he's going to fucking tear apart the entire world, which was mm-hmm. cool as hell. 
holy fuck what a <laughs> like i kept getting we're like this close to the end and i'm like oh my god they're still going <laughs> like uh-huh. like the bit the bit in the when it's uh the president in the helicopter and the dude's like two more footsteps like that and we lose the eastern seaboard like just shivers uh-huh. like it's so fucking good and okay <laughs> the part where they lose me a bit is where he says do it before i break the world and then there's a thing that like a laser shoots him and it says yeah. target anthony stark commence tracking wait for my mark and mark and then a the big old thing happens and he like dissolves and he says i'll never leave you and then he's just I mean, there. he's remembering when i didn't when his planet blew up with his that's like a flashback he's having okay and his his world blew up that because he was protect he was shielding her yeah and that was what she said to him when that happened the, yeah yeah but like what is the late like what's going on with the laser like why is that able to why is that able to stop him i don't know the big space laser <laughs> it interrupts why he, him why didn't he just get angrier <laughs> or did he just know that it would be enough or something like i was it just felt like a thing that had already been established that he knew about because he was saying do it Because he, he, he was saying, do it before I break the world. And I'm like, this seems like, like a thing that he knew existed. Well, he's just like, he's at a point where he's losing it emotionally. But honestly, he's not angry in the same way he is was anymore, right? Because yeah, he knows yeah, yeah, yeah. that. So it's like he just needs to be like, he needs, this time he needs to be physically stopped and he's not going to get up again, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas like. Yeah. All the other times, like, the Hulk gets knocked down and then, like, his rage intensifies and he he comes back at you or whatever. It's kind of just like he's okay or whatever. Emotionally, okay, like, so it's finished. less about the it's less about the laser being, like, a super special Hulk laser and more about it yeah. being, like, hit me it's again. It's more about, like... And that's what yeah. I need. Okay. Yeah. I took it the other way. Um... Yeah, and they that's why he's him. like, do it. He's like, whatever your next thing is, or whatever. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, and they okay. So then we have the he gets put in like the chamber or whatever, three miles below the earth. Mm-hmm. I assume in like a sort of stasis thing. Um. Yeah. Is the is the end page. Uh, the Hulk may sleep, but his rage will never die, and it's like a hulky thing coming out of the goop. That's Scar, son of the Hulk. That's on the planet he left. I assumed, yeah. Like, his his baby lived. Okay. <laughs> became a Hulk thing. Okay. <laughs> Survived in the womb of the explosion. Which is That old, is what that like, happened. <laughs> like, that's cool. That's fine. That's a cool concept. Yeah, I, don't, I don't love I just, Scar as a... He wasn't interesting. Yeah, no, I I feel no hurt. I I have no drive <laughs> to follow up on it. Yeah, and in fact, when I read it, I was like, "This seems like a metaphor. I'm gonna take this metaphorically." <laughs> okay, like his rage is just there. Okay. 
But no, this was this and the Planet Hulk, fucking fantastic. Just good shit. Yeah. And there are a bunch of tie-in comics to World War Hulk. <laughs> there's there's one in particular which is the one that actually ran in Hulk, which is about uh Hercules and Amadeus Cho. Okay. The seventh smartest person in the world. And that's that that comic's really good. That's the only one I would I would actually do. But like, because like the tie-in issues, the way you do a tie-in issue to this, though, is like, you just do a particular fight with this character and the Hulk or whatever, or this character and some of the Hulk's people. Sure. Like, that's yeah. that's how the tie-ins to this worked. It's just like, some of them are like, literally just redoing fights that are in this comic, but like, gotcha. giving them more space. Yeah, yeah. Fleshing them out and stuff. Yeah. I mean that's fine. like that's also cool, but this definitely wasn't the point where I'd like. I think the fights they were perfect for me. I didn't want to draw yeah, an out fight. Is, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't want to see how you bounce off this one people. in particular because there's no yeah. there's no like character to them. It's not about these characters talking to each other about like something while they fight. Yeah. It's just about the Hulk kicking the shit out of somebody. <laughs> so you don't really need that for more than a couple panels in a splash well, page or whatever. Well, that and, like, part of the appeal. I mean, it's the same thing for, for One Punch Man, right? Like, Sure. To an extent, like, I don't want to see Hulk bouncing off of somebody. I want to see him just fucking terminate them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and it's and then because then like when when he does bounce off a bit more like with the century, it, it, it's cool like you feel it more. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't. If they had had him like have an actual, uh, I mean, and maybe they did in a th- in another thing, but like if I had to watch a bunch of him like having a really really tough fight with the thing. Like the uh-huh. the sentry fight wouldn't have felt nearly as cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Good shit. Good. Good good shit. And just yeah. I mean this is <laughs> it's it's fucking obvious, but you know, like the the emotional impact really hit as well, like just how angry it was because of of reading that first comic, as opposed uh, yeah, to uh, as this opposed is, to you had dark. the context for this one. Yeah, as opposed to uh, what was it? Black metal, dark metal, the Batman um, thing, metal, just dark knight's metal. <laughs> oh, sorry, dark night, dark knight's metal. Yeah, the sequel like, story that they put out is death metal. Right, right, okay. And it had but was that the one that had like the Voltron the... thing in the beginning? That was just like completely metal. Unrelated? Yes, yeah, metal had that at the beginning. Yeah, I think. See, I like you know. Seems like there also could have been something there had I known where I was. But oh, yeah. this was a this is a very good, very good uh, 
run, I guess, thing, experience. Highly enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Some good... This is like some Marvel-ass Marvel comics in here. Was was part, <laughs> also part of the idea of like, this is like <laughs> what Marvel comics bullshit was about. Of like, in the way that stories were used to be like paced and told and stuff <laughs> or whatever yeah I mean now I'm Context. like I'm kind of curious I want to see how old ass Star Wars comics were because I have zero experience with those oh like original run Star Wars comics yeah <laughs> like just how <laughs> Uh, I'm sure just need not to all, my taste. Look, we need all the context for Luke. All the Luke context. I mean, that's where that's where it starts hitting. <laughs> Though you know, I did old, I did read the old Godzilla comic. That was a distinctly. I mean, it's a totally different feel. I guess. No. Just the Marvel Godzilla comics where you get J. Jonah Jameson sticking his head out the window to yell at Godzilla. <laughs> that's the real shit. Are those in the ones we downloaded? Those that's the Marvel that's in the Marvel comics. Okay, run, it's yeah. in the okay. Hell yeah. I haven't gotten there yet. Because the Marvel comics run is in Marvel continuity. Oh um, right, right. Oh yeah, that's the it one came where... with like tie in things too, right? The that pack no, that I found. Didn't ha- that one didn't have tie ins. I thought it had a couple. I don't think. Maybe. Oh, maybe. If if the one you did have. Because that character just... They renamed it to something other than Godzilla for future stories. But, like, that character... Because that character just exists in Marvel Comics. It's, like, a lot like the Godzilla magic cards. Yeah. Where it's, like, if we want to do stuff with this card in the future, we have we have a version of it that's not Godzilla. But okay. the people know. So, yeah, my thing came with, uh, for King of the Monsters, 1980-ish something, or 1970, there's like the volume, oh god, there's 24 volumes of this. <laughs> uh, there's like the King of the Monsters stuff, and then there's like a special, uh, there's the Thing tie-in. Or something. And then there's uh, an Iron Man deal from like four issues, like 1985. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, the the Marvel Godzilla run ran from 77 to 79. Mm-hmm. So, the, like, the other, the stuff that's after that is that character, but it's not called Godzilla. Oh, it's okay. The, it's whatever the Marvel. Whatever they renamed him, and I just don't remember. Gotcha. But look, that Marvel series, Godzilla gets shrunk down to human size and walks around in a fedora and trench coat. Classic. I mean, that's... Yeah. That's the shit. <laughs> We're getting into Star Jaws territory. Getting chased around by Dum Dum Dugan. Of S.H.I.E.L.D. Dum Dum Dugan. Mm-hmm. 
Hell yeah. All right. Bowler hat and has a mustache. And smokes a cigar. Well, naturally. Yeah, that's uh That's an episode. That was minus two hours minus one of the comics. <laughs> minus like the heart of the, the piece. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe like out of all the ones to to botch. Oh well. Still a good time. Oh, well. All right. Uh, email us saltcirclepodcast at gmail.com. Find us saltcirclepod on Twitter, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Salt Circle Podcasts. Episodes are hosted at anchor.fm slash saltcircle, and I'm on Twitter at comic panels. I'm not on Twitter, but I have half a mind to go address the UN. It's all, don't worry, it's peaceful. They just have to give all their security to me. I'll take care of the rest. Sounds legit. Yeah. Trust me. I haven't stopped recording. This is all going in. I could monologue right now. <laughs> <laughs>